0: Please don't roll lamely. Because that would be not for show. That was a two. I rolled a, an eight. Okay, so all show, no go. Yeah, okay, I'm, I'm down. Okay, so Nep, you just see this come up in just level sunset. I
1: don't believe that's not
0: good. That is definitely not good. That's about the same Um, 10 points of damage To you I am down Okay, so you you see the people Level 1,
2: level 1 Being leveled
0: right and left their truck
2: There's nothing I can do I can't bring Net back from the dead
0: No, unfortunately you can't (laughs) Chapter 246 Kittens 3, a bear of a time. Okay. So we are back with the kittens, and they had gotten themselves into quite a uh, predicament. They were transporting something, and they had no idea where it was. All they knew was that their uh, parents had uh, basically spirited them out of the tabaxi treehouse. And were moving south for some reason they didn't know. They just kind of got bundled up and, you know, get your gear and let's go. And then they were set upon by undead minions of uh, probably of a low wall, although I don't know if they know what that is. And um, Sunset, your father just shoved a parcel into your hands and told you to run. And you took off, you know, hightailed it out of there, if we can use that with the cat. And... Meow had then run into a couple of your friends a little bit later and you realize later on that this was some sort of a ancient arcane spell book that your father had given you and you had made your way across the um, division between the mare and the delta going southeast because you knew that this tome had to somehow make its way into the hands of someone named galchabar who lived in Civitas Cataracta. And you have no idea how you're going to do that, how you're going to invade a human, you know, half-elven, gnomon, dwarven, mainly human uh, city there on the edge of the mare, high in the mountains, actually, really. And, but that's a problem for another day. Um, in the intervening time, you had to fight your way past some more undead that apparently had been trying to track you down. And then you would run into some of the Bullywug residents of the Delta. Uh, but somehow you fought your way through and ended up on the edge of the Dryadim Silvarum. Uh, there in the uh, south part of the Mare. And this is actually a place you've never been to before. You've uh, traveled you know, fairly extensively around the western part of the Mare. You've been up to Valleys Callaei to meet the elves. And you had been uh, you know, across the foothills and mountains where the Tabaxi Treehouse is but none of you uh, in your young and tender age had moved past the Kalium uh, uh, Setes and the uh, Delta, and certainly none of you had been down here on the south side. And so after fighting your way through, you uh, find yourself, uh, or your group finds itself, sitting there on the edge of the Dryadium and kind of adrift and not really sure exactly what to do. You know you have to get this uh, spell book to Galchabar, which is at least a three-day travel away. And you uh, really have no idea what to do between here and there. And uh, that's what you find yourself. So actually, let's go around and introduce everybody uh, really quick. So, uh, Truck, why don't you tell us about who you are?
2: Hello, I am Truck with Hay. Uh, I am a lynx-looking barbarian from the mountains.
0: Yes, and you have uh, briefed everybody on some of the traditions of the mountain barbarian tabaxi. You don't normally live in the treehouse, although you visit it on a regular occasion because you know you are part of the family, but the mountain tabaxi, the, the lynx and puma-looking ones and so forth, they actually live in these big readouts, um up in the mountains, little uh, small, not fortress, but strongholds. Um, they're... You know, high in the mountains, and that's where you prefer to live. And you are expecting that if you can get this spellbook to Galchabar and Civitas Cataracta, that there is a a couple of readouts high in the mountains above this uh, part of the uh, mountains or the foothills. And you can lead them there, and and you'll be safe for at least a good long time. They're uh, pretty impregnable. So good. And then Sunset, why don't you tell us about yourself?
2: Yeah, I am Sunset, a Striped Sunset, and I am a orange tabby looking little kitten tabaxi. Um, I am a wizard. I have um, maybe allegedly stolen some uh, books from our library in order to study the arcane arts. Um I have a questionable relationship with the truth <laughs> um, and I have taken this book that my father has given me as um, my sworn duty to listen to it, guide us to um
0: Gal-Jabar. And then Matt, why don't you tell us about Claw?
3: So Claw, full name Shadows Claw. Um, taken as a younger kitten to, to actually fight fight in gladiatorial pits. And um, not being completely robust and strong was not faring too well until, uh, until one night a, a dream came to him, uh, an, an unknown dark force. Uh, offered him power in exchange for for deeds done. And I became a hexblade warlock and able to imbue whichever weapon I was fighting with, with its supernatural power, I was able to gain fame and renown in my own little part of the world until I was uh, rescued by whom I don't know and brought back to the treehouse.
0: Very good. So nothing shady or uh, suspicious about that at all. That's good. Um, and then, Bryce, why don't you tell us about Nep?
1: So Nep is a Tabaxi monk. I have managed to completely forget what the character looks like, or what I described them as, for the first time we did this, which is uh, very good.
0: Let me suggest writing this down in the future.
1: That, that might be... Decent, but yeah.
0: Very good. Oh. Anyway,
1: yeah. Uh is a monk, punches things, hits things with a sword when not punching.
0: Okay, Owen, why don't you tell us about snow? I play Glory of the Snow. He
1: is a Twilight Domain Cleric. Um he's the tall and muscular type. He's a light gray uh tabaxi with dark gray spots. He has ice blue eyes and he wears hide armor dyed with blue and black details featuring suns, moons, and stars. He carries a war hammer at his side and slings a hand crossbow across his back.
0: So, um you are all sitting there and kind of gathered around um are you gonna have a campfire tonight or not? It is October, so it's kind of chilly. Yes, we are going
3: to have a campfire.
2: Yes. yes. I will light one with my prestidigitation.
0: Okay, I will go out and get some firewood. Very good. So you uh, gather a few little uh, bits of sticks and so forth, and um, you get the fire going, and um, you are sitting there, and you you realize that uh, snow you know went out to go collect firewood like the rest of you did but he's not made it back and it's really beginning to take a while um so it's beginning to, to wear on you a little bit but um you know the evening is falling here and you're kind of waiting for him to get back with his load of firewood um and like i said you realize you not real sure what your next steps are so um what are you going to do? You're all, all sitting there around the campfire, looking at each other, waiting for snow to get back.
3: Well, you're the keeper of the book. What does the book say to do?
2: Um, I don't know. Can I try to, like, hone in my arcane consciousness into this tome and see if I can hear anything?
0: Yeah, certainly. Give me an arcana check. Uh, that would be a 13. Okay. Um, so yeah, you kind of focus on the book and are you just going to like stare at the cover or are you going to kind of open it up and page through the pages or what are you going to do?
2: I'll, I'll sort of, I'll, I'll flip through it a little bit.
0: Okay. And, and once again, I mean, uh, you're brand new when it comes to the the world of magic. Um, you, you know, enough to know that this is in fact a wizard spell book, but, uh, like we said before, I mean, this would basically be like giving a, uh, someone who, you know, is in first year geometry classes, a advanced calculus textbook. And, you know, the, some of it makes perfectly good sense to you, you can trace it down. It's like, oh, yeah, this is this is the, you know, firebolt cantrip. And, you know, oh, here here's, here's uh, burning hands. I, I know that one. And oh, the scorching ray one seems to be pretty neat. But then there's other parts of it there that are just like, makes no sense. You know, it, it'd be like trying to have a layman figure out the wiring diagram for for a really complex circuit or something. And as you're paging through, all of a sudden, just roll me a constitution saving throw. Uh, Not one for a total of three. Wow. Yeah, okay. Um, You're dead. So, Claw, you um, ask this of Sunset, and she kind of starts paging through, And then you just see her kind of eyes glaze over and kind of has this surprised expression on her face. And then she just starts slowly tilting sideways over as if she's collapsing. What are you going to do?
3: I'll go over first. I will slap the book from her hands. Okay. And then I'll try to keep her from smashing her head on the ground.
0: Okay. And so um, no problem slapping the book. Although, Roll for me an Arcana roll when you do that, because you are also attuned to the magical. Uh, seven. Okay. Um. So you don't really get any uh any feedback from that. Excited, just slapping out of her hands, and give me an a, a acrobatics check to see if you can catch her. Actually, with advantage, this won't be tough.
3: That's twenty-five. Okay. So I yeah, got you, 20.
0: you just. Um, Jam your paws underneath her and just slowly uh, lower to the ground. But she is just um, rigid. I mean, it feels like she's having some sort of seizure or something. Her eyes are wide open. Her mouth is just slightly agape. Um, She isn't like vibrating or jerking or anything like that. She's just solidly um, feels like she's, you know, all of her muscles are seized up. And then all of a sudden she relaxes. Um, but she doesn't seem to be communicative. She's just sort of staring at the sky at this point in time.
2: Now would be a really good time to have snow back.
0: It's kind of cold.
2: Did I lose any health or anything? Or did I no, just no like
0: da- lose my brain? No damage. You're just sitting there just kind of frozen in place, staring blankly up at the sky at this point, looking at the comet, basically.
2: I'm going to poker
3: uh, You know, I, I don't know much about this. Um, I guess, you know, in training, if someone got knocked really hard, something like this would happen. So I'll try to get a, a rag or something with some water and put it on her forehead.
0: Okay, good. Uh, actually, roll for me a medicine check. Five. Okay. <laughs> Level, <laughs> one. So, so yeah, you're... Level one. Level <laughs> one. You're, you're you're kind of used to uh, um you know the the uh, first aid in the fighting pits and and a lot of that is just like slapping people and telling them to snap out of it um so yeah she she's just lying there um and were you, were you gonna do something truck slap that living but yeah you're it, not here
2: I'm <laughs> gonna poke her like wake up wake up sunset okay
0: you, you can roll for me a medicine check as well this time with disadvantage, because I don't think that's going to be very effective. <laughs> I don't think it's going to get worse than that. Nope. At four. <laughs> okay. No. Yeah. Um, anyway, so yeah, um, snow is missing. Uh, your um, your uh, spellcaster, well, I guess you're a spellcaster too, Claw, but sunset is lying on uh, the ground, staring up at the sky. Um, and nothing seems to be snapping her out of it. What are you going to do for the, you know, you're sitting there. Um, the night is beginning to creep on. Should
2: we go look for snow?
0: Well, sunset's lying here.
3: And I think snow will come to us, right? You know, if he's alive. Um so yeah, I guess we'll keep sunset by the fire as comfortable as we can.
0: Mm-hmm.
3: Okay.
2: Um sorry, am I still holding the book or did it get kind of did it get they slapped out of my hands? Slapped it okay. out of your
3: hands?
0: Yeah, so it's just lying next to you on the ground there. Yeah. So what, what are we going to do? So you're going to keep her comfortable? Um, are you just going to wait out the night? Or uh, what are you going to do?
3: I don't know. All we can do is wait out the night.
2: Do, do two of us want to go try to scout the local area not too far to see if we can find anything of snow?
3: I think it would be a bad idea for us to separate.
2: It's just a scout. If
3: snow is dead, then what happens if you run into whatever killed snow? there would be just two of you.
2: Run away.
0: Okay. Uh, Well, are you going to take watches tonight and keep watches and see if snow comes back or see if uh, sunset snaps too or something?
2: I'll
3: take a first watch.
2: I won't take any watch.
3: I'll take the only watch you do
0: is the sky.
2: Yeah. I'll take number two.
0: In front of everybody? It's kind of stinky. (laughs)
2: Second watch.
0: Okay. I can't even believe that. <laughs> and so, Nep, you'll take number th- uh, number three watch. Mm-hmm. Okay.
2: We'll test our luck.
0: Very good. Okay, so um, you you're sitting there. the The fire is beginning to burn down a little bit. Um, and um, give me a perception check for the very first watch. Nineteen. Okay. And yeah, you can hear some creatures kind of rumbling around in the distance. Um, it's you know, not, not anywhere nearby, but you get the feeling that, uh, you know, that you're not alone in this wilderness, uh, which makes sense. It is wilderness. And you know, it's, it's still a little alien feeling to you. You're still close enough to the delta. And, and you know, having grown up in, in the tabaxi treehouse, at least for a short time, that there is a warm current that runs along the coast. And so right there at Kilium Sedes, where the mountains meet the sea, that there's a real tropical zone right there. And, and yeah, the, uh, the calls of the animals here are a little different than you're used to. It's a little creepy. Um, and the vegetation's also a little different. It's a little more tropical here. And in fact, it was very tropical when you were right down by the delta itself. But now that you've worked your way inland a little bit, it's, it's gotten more back to the oak woodland that you're used to but still there's some warmer uh, weather plants that you're just not used to around here. Uh, but aside of that sort of thing, no- nothing uh, you know, bothers you during your watch there and sunset roll for me. Another constitution saving throw 11. Okay. And uh, sunset doesn't, uh, doesn't seem to change while you are doing your watch there. Claw. Um, okay. And you can hand it off to the second watch. And uh, give me a perception check for your watch.
2: Twenty, non-natural.
0: Twenty, non-natural? Not bad. So similar to uh, that, you there's, um, it's a little foreign, it's a little uh, scary, uh, but uh, nothing comes to bother you during the night. And Sunset, give me another constitution saving throw. Fifteen. Okay, but there is one good thing that happens. You're sitting there and all of a sudden Sunset... Just scares the bejesus out of you. She just just sits bolt upright, and just inhales, you know, in a exclamation. Uh, but she actually seems to be around and aware again.
2: Sunset, you're awake. I was never asleep. I, I um, was being given visions of the arcane. What What did you see?
0: I can't talk about that.
2: Understandable. Truly.
0: How, how am I feeling like physically? Um, so you, whatever page it was you turned to gave you a really disturbing feeling just before everything went black. And basically you blacked out and this woke up right at this point in time. Um, but yeah, there was whatever was on that page, just basically shook you to your core. I mean, you you feel you, at this point you almost feel like you're about to break out in a cold sweat.
2: Just out of um, curiosity, um, truck, uh, yeah. How how long was I receiving these visions for? Like three four hours. Ah, cool. Must have been a excellent vision yes i'm gonna continue my watch uh and fall asleep i'm gonna i'm gonna fall asleep
3: <laughs> yeah
0: you're, you're pretty uh pretty beat at this point in time uh you did not get any rest during that time that you were comatose um so yeah you you, you feel pretty wrung out so no doubt about it Okay, and nothing else happens on the uh, rest of the watch. Um, You're kind of on edge because of the strange sounds in in the uh, wilderness, but uh, you're also kind of buoyed up because uh, sunset's back. Um, That was terribly scary. And you turn it over to Nep. And Nep, why don't you give me a perception check?
1: I got a 21.
0: Okay. And you are sitting there and you hear the sounds of something large moving through the underbrush, uh, very near to your camp. And it, it sounds like it's coming in your direction.
1: Um, after I make sure that it's like really approaching, I'll like try to quietly wake up a nearby person, at least, at least one. And like, as it gets even closer, start waking up everyone.
0: Okay. Um, so, which one are you going to wake up?
1: Sunset, because I can remember her name.
2: <laughs> just, do you know that I'm, like, not in, in like, a, like, a coma now? Or Yeah. Was that, that, was, that was shared. Okay.
0: Okay. Oh, right. Yeah. yeah you, you are curled up in front of a fire in a cardboard box, just like a normal cat would be. I
1: don't also, you're I the know. only person whose name I can remember, so.
0: so w- would you like to write these down, Bryce, so you have them? Maybe. Okay, so Melanie is Truck.
2: I am Truck. Melanie, what's your full name again? Truck with Hay. <laughs> that's, that's fantastic.
0: And Matt is Claw.
3: Shadow's Claw, which doesn't quite have the same ring as Truck with Hay. <laughs> that's
2: really funny.
3: <laughs> that it does
0: not.
2: You are Nep. Nep. And then we have Snow, which is Owen, who's not here.
3: Who's snowing us right now.
2: And Drew, we have not met yet, correct?
1: Yeah. I hope we've met. Mm -hmm.
0: Okay, so you go over, you see that uh, Sunset is uh, kind of napping peacefully, and so you go and wake her up. And and Sunset, this is not at all welcome. You've been asleep for maybe two hours. You feel awful.
1: Something's coming.
2: This This is what I'm... Made for, okay. and I'll um I'll prepare, um, well I mean not prepare, but like I'll have my my paw out ready to to cast ray of frost at anything that may approach.
0: Okay, and you hear and a then, snuffling uh, nep and a large brown face um, extends from the bushes in front of you, and you realize that it's a very sizable brown bear. And you can just see it snuff, snuff, snuffling, and it can clearly smell the foodstuffs that you're carrying and is kind of zeroing in on that.
1: Um, Do we have, do I know what to do for bears? Is it like blow them up, run away, stand and like raise a jacket over my head?
0: Well, they say if you hold still, they'll just go away, but you're not sure whether that uh, works in this situation.
1: Yeah, because they want our food, and that's bad. Yeah. We'd have to deport them to Montana.
0: Which doesn't exist in this universe, so you're in real trouble.
1: Yeah, that'd be really hard.
0: Yeah. Okay, anyways, so um, what are you going to do? It's it's right there on the edge of the clearing. It's kinda, You can see it snuff, snuff, snuffling away. You and Sunset are currently awake.
1: Okay, and I'll wake up the rest of the group.
0: Okay, how are you going to do that? Shake leg. Okay, so it charges forward and give me what? a okay. It, it's going. It's going for your food and so get truck. Give me an initiative roll. Me? Yes, you.
2: Six. Oh, good.
0: Sixteen. Okay, and claw.
3: Seven.
0: Okay, and Nep.
3: Thirteen.
0: Okay, so um, Nep, which of the uh, two sleepers are you going to try to wake up, truck or claw?
1: So you said it's charging?
0: It's just, it's kind of loping forward. Actually, roll for me a animal handling or a nature check. That's a four. Okay. Yeah. It's just a big old brown bear charging at you. It probably wants to eat you. Um, Okay. In that case, I will shout. Okay. Sounds good. So you shout out anything else. Are you going to respond to it? Well, yeah. Um, Actually, you get to go afterwards. Sunset, you get to go first. This brown bear is charging into your uh, camp. What are you going to do? I'm going
2: to try to slow it down and hurt it with
0: a ray of frost. Okay, roll. Does a 12 hit? It does. It's only okay. a big bear.
2: It takes six points of damage and its speed is now slowed by 10 feet.
0: Okay. Um, how many points of damage does it take there? Six. Six? Okay. So I think you just made it mad. Um, and it gets to go next. And so it, uh, actually after you do that, um, you know, like I said, you kind of made it mad. So it veers over towards you and tries to get you with uh, a bite and a claw. And the bite goes wide. I'm going to guess, cause, um, that is a, uh, nine to hit.
2: Yeah, no, I'm not that, that easy to hit.
0: But the claw attack is another uh, thing, and that one is a non-natural 20. Yeah, maybe. Yeah, so apparently, it, it, you know, you, you duck the bite and try to get out of the way, but then the claw, you know, the big old paw just comes up and smacks you clean in the face. And kind of gets you fair to Midland, so that's um, 10 points of damage. Yeah, okay, I'm I'm down. Okay, so Nep, you just see this come up in just level Sunset.
1: I don't believe that's not
0: good. That is definitely not good. Okay, and um, then uh, Claw, you get to go. Excuse me, Nep, you get to go.
1: I will run forward with my weapon drawn and attack. Okay. First attack is a 10.
0: And a 10 does not hit. Just kind of uh, shave some fur off the side.
1: Second attack is a 23. That does hit. Four. Seven points of damage. Okay. And that is my turn.
0: Okay, good. So you, you smack it pretty good on the second one there. And then uh, Claw and Truck, you wake up with this sounds of chaos going on around you. You uh, throw back your little bedrolls and there's a brown bear. It apparently is leveled sunset. And you see just Nep kind of heroically facing off against this like 400 pound beast. Uh, What are you gonna do? Well, I'm gonna, whose turn is it? It is, I'm sorry, I should have made Claw and then Truck. So Claw, you get to go.
3: Okay, I will, um, looking at this bear, um, give it my Hexblade Curse as a bonus action. So that lets me add some damage uh, to it, and I get a crit on a 19 or 20. And if it dies, I get some health back. And as my action, I will take my longsword up in two hands, and I will strike
0: at it. Okay. So you roll out of bed and slash at it with your sword.
3: With a a dashing forward roll, picking up the sword, which is on the ground, and as I stand, I I do a two-handed hue, yes. Nice. I'm a gladiator. I do everything for show. All right, please don't roll lamely.
0: Because that would be not for show.
3: That was a two. I rolled a, an eight.
0: Okay, so all show, no go. Um, so, yeah. Um, so, uh, Nep, uh, you, you see Claw roll out of his bag, heroically pick up his sword, and then just basically just swing absolutely wide and just, you know, definitely short. Almost hits you, in fact. And then Truck, you see that a bit of comic relief. And what are you going to do?
2: I'm going to jump up, grab my greatsword that's right next to me. Um, as a bonus action, I'm going to uh, rage, um, letting my feral instincts take over. And I'm going to run at the bear and take a slash at it. Okay. 12.
0: You hit. Whoa! It's only a big old bear. For...
2: 15 points of damage.
0: Ouch. Okay, and that staggers the bear. Uh, Nep, you just see a uh, truck jump up, roll out, and just stab it. I mean, like a foot deep with her sword. Okay, and then we go to the top of the round, and the bear gets to go, and did not appreciate that one little bit there, truck. And so it's going to try to bite you, and then Nep, it's going to try to smack you with its paw. So the bite is a 16 to hit. Does that hit you, truck? No, it does not. Okay. You dodge lim- nimbly aside. And Nep, the s- paw swipe coming in your direction is a 17. Does that hit you?
1: That does indeed.
0: Okay. And that's about the same. Le- um, 10 points of damage to you. I what? am down. Okay. So you, you see the people... Level being, one.
2: Level one. Being leveled right indeed. and left there,
0: truck. Okay. And then, um, unfortunately, Sunset is next on the list, so I need a death saving throw from Sunset.
2: Sorry, I rolled the one number on the die that has like the
0: paint chipped off. I'm trying to decipher.
2: Okay, that, yeah, that's definitely not a two-digit number. So,
0: <laughs> At least not so number what one. would be the total there? Uh, five. Okay, I think. Less than ten. Okay, so one unhappy face for sunset, and then Nep, you get to do a death saving throw. Seven. Okay, two people with one unhappy faces to them, um, and then Claw, roll for me a perception check. Twelve. Okay, um, yeah, you don't you don't hear anything in the in the din of battle. You get to go. Um. Is this bear occupied with truck right now? Um, it, uh, yeah, it's pretty much focused on her because she just stabbed the living daylights out of it.
3: Well, I think truck will probably stab the rest of its living daylights out here in a turn. So I will give, who's closest to me, um, sunset or nap? Uh, probably sunset.
0: All right, sunset, I'm going to try to stabilize. Okay, give me medicine check. Twelve. Okay, and um, no, you you kind of feel like you've got it, but um, she doesn't seem to respond, so that's most unfortunate. And then Truck, you got a big old bear in front of you. What are you going
2: to do? Bring my sword down one more time. That is a non-natural 20.
0: Okay, that hits for sure.
2: For another fifteen points of damage.
0: Okay, and she just basically just gashes in the side of the the neck, almost to the point where it takes the bear's head off, and it just kind of flumps on the ground. Okay, and then we go to the top of the round and sunset. Give uh, for us a death saving throw. Has she had a good one yet? Mm-mm. Nope.
2: A five again. Oh, okay, no. so she is
0: now two unhappy faces into this, and Nep.
1: That's a natural one. No! Oh,
0: No. I just died. Oh, and you just see Nep's eyes roll up into his head, and he expires. It's just—I mean, th- this is just tragic. This is awesome. It, yeah. Okay. And Claw, you—you you, uh, got. You, well, I guess it, the good news is you only have one character you have to stabilize now.
3: I just kind of look at Nep knowingly. This isn't the first corpse that I've seen, and we'll try to stabilize Sunset.
0: Okay. How about a nineteen? Oh, okay, hey. good. So you stabilize sunset, um, and then truck. What are you going to do? There's
2: nothing I can do. There's nothing I can do. Where yeah. there's no combat. The, the The bear's dead, isn't yeah, it? The dead? bear is dead. Yeah. Oh, I
0: missed that part. I don't yeah. know. I missed. That. I missed the bear was at still You're not here. No, I, mean, I, just, Shh, I just, You're not here. That's Shh, you're not here.
2: There's nothing I can do. I can't bring Nep back from the dead.
0: No, unfortunately you can't. Um, yeah. So, um, it's you know, definitely tragic at this point in time because, I mean, you've known Nep for some time. Um, and...
2: And we're all, like, seven. Yeah, we're five.
0: Yep.
3: In my defense, I really don't know Nep at all.
0: (laughs) Um so um yeah you're sitting there uh the fire just kind of burned down to coals uh before this happened and um the light of the dawn is beginning to illuminate the east and you're now just sitting there with you know your bu- friend who just died moments ago well and he's friend you
3: know, in quotes but i i must interject is there anything useful that Nep was carrying that I might be able to use? Oh, my God. I'm going to. That's fair. No. Nep's not using it. He died <laughs> bravely. The rest of us yet live.
1: What, what was Nip? Hmm? What was Nip? Our Nip. friend? No, I mean, what class? Your, your monk friend. I, was a monk. I know. I was a monk. I had a short sword, ten darts, and an explorer's pack.
0: Yeah. Not. Eh, and nothing useful. So everybody, roll for me perception.
2: <laughs> Except for me because I'm unconscious. Yeah. Sixteen.
0: Yep. Exactly. And Nep, who's dead.
1: Oh man, I was gonna get a twelve.
0: Okay. So Claw and uh, and uh, Truck, what'd you get? Sixteen. I got a
3: natural twenty for a total of twenty-two. Okay.
2: The floorboards.
0: So now that it's gotten quiet, you actually hear. Um, actually, and you don't truck, but claw, your uh, you know, combat attuned senses, you actually, you know, almost really sense more than here that there is someone just on the edge of the clearing. You get the feeling it's not an animal, uh, just kind of the way it's walking. It's, it seems bipedal in, in the way it's going. but and whoever it is is really adept at stealthy movement, but you were able to just catch a little, whisper of noise but there's a humanoid somewhere just on the edge of the clearing
3: i'm gonna get my sword in both hands and i'm gonna go out to meet it
0: okay and as you stalk forward all of a sudden an elf appears and he uh just kind of looks at you and says Now, what are a bunch of kittens doing here in the Dryadium? You're a bit far from home. And what has been going on? It looks like an absolute disaster.
3: I'm like, well, what brings you to us, elf?
0: It's like, I patrol these forests.
2: We...
3: I said, you surely didn't do a good enough job for our comrade as fallen.
2: We ran into a bear and all tilting my head to the decapitated bear.
0: And he says, yes. Um, And he looks around and says, what is wrong with your friend? He's dead. Yeah. And and he kind of perks up at this and says, how long ago did he die?
2: Like 20 seconds ago.
0: He says, quickly take me to him.
2: He's right right there. (laughs) He's right there on the ground.
0: And the the, um, ranger basically drops his bow on the ground. And um, just in one graceful leap, lands pretty much next to Nep. And you see him just fish around in his pouch. And he grabs something from his pouch. You can't see what it is. And, but he's holding it in his fist. And he puts his right hand down on Nep's chest. And you just see whatever it is in his hand glowing... And he says some words. Does anyone speak Elvish? Nope. I do. Oh, you're dead. I do. (laughs) And he 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 says some words in Elvish. um, And basically, he's saying, Come back, little one.
2: They're dead. They don't come back.
0: And all of a sudden, Nep just suddenly (gasps) inhales again. And the elf opens his hand and just powder falls out of it, uh, basically onto Nep's chest. It kind of glittery powder.
2: Whoa. Rangers are so cool.
0: That's a useful trick. <laughs> he says, I can only do it in the most extreme of circumstances. But yes, it is definitely a useful trick. And um, then he kind of props himself up on one knee. And he says, your friend will be weak for some time. Um, but once again, what are what are a bunch of kittens doing here in the dryadium? so far from home
2: um we we kind of got not kicked out but uh we were being chased by a horde of undead um and we got tasked with transporting uh a parcel a tome
0: he says ah yes undead are marching across the uh countryside um yes it's not safe for ones as young as you to be out it must be in great need that you've had um this is uh, very difficult times um I, I, I don't know what they were thinking lee le, you know letting you out by yourself like this but it must have been like i said a great need um here uh why don't you uh follow me
2: uh, can can you wake up our other friend?
0: Oh, I'm sorry, yes. I was so focused on this one, I almost uh, glossed by the other one. Yes, she, she also seems to be in, uh, badly injured. Well, a bear is not something to be taken lightly, even for ones with uh, prowess and fighting, as apparently you have. Who who did such a masterful stroke to bring the bear down?
2: Uh, that was me.
0: Ah, yeah. well, I can see you're one of the toughened tabaxi of the mountains not too surprising um here and he goes over and um this time doesn't pull really anything out of his belt pouch and, and just um murmurs a couple of words and uh he uh and you get seven points back there uh sunset lead.
2: I wake up sputtering. Um, I was receiving another vision. I am sorry. I am back.
0: And he turns to the rest of you and says, "This is a very strange way to receive visions."
2: Yeah. Well, the, the book that we've been you wouldn't understand.
0: Apparently, I would not. We um,
2: we've been following the book, and for the past couple nights, have been giving her visions.
3: And I and I gesture to the book. She was looking at this. And then her eyes grew wide and and Stared dull and, and she seemed to be staring at nothing for, for several hours. At
2: the sky.
3: And he says, might I
0: see this book?
2: I'll look I I'll... gestured
0: to the ground.
2: I'll, I'll pick it up and I'll hold it and, and show
0: him. And he takes a look and says, uh, might I feel it? May I touch it? May I hold it? I'll 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 allow it. Okay. And um he just about um you know gets a hold of it and then he just kind of pulls his hand back and he says, "On second thought, I don't think I shall. What is this tome that you're carrying? It has a very unwholesome feel."
2: We don't we we don't really know. We just got uh Sunset's dad just shoved it in her arms and told us to run, take it to a grouchy bar in the city.
0: Could that be Bar?
2: Yes. I think.
0: He says, well, that may explain a number of things then. Yes, um, Bar is known to us. Um, this must be desperate times if they want ones as young as you to transport something as disturbing as this, but yes, it, it would make sense to go to Galchabar. He would know what to do with it.
1: Yeah, we originally had a much larger group, but in the attack, they told us to move on.
0: We're also
2: missing a person. Ah, whom? Snow.
0: Okay. Well, tell you what. Um, why don't you follow me, and you know, support your friend as best you can. And we'll go to a safe place that I know near here, and I can go look for your friend.
2: Can we trust you?
0: You may trust me as well as you may trust any elf in these woods. We are the guardian of the woods.
2: Makes sense. We should... Can we The bring... book says this is the safest course of action. Can we bring the bear for, like, food?
0: Well, you... you... You have almost a week's worth of food in your pouch. Well, you've been gone for a couple of days now, but you know you still have more than enough for the rest of the week. Um,
3: and and if this elf hadn't arrived, we would have had even more rations to share amongst us.
0: <laughs> th- that's definitely the glass half full view of it.
2: Then I'll, then I'll leave the bear. And we'll follow the elf.
0: Anyway, so... Uh, he... Uh, Leads you on into the uh, into the woods, and you uh, you know it's a new day, and so you uh, trek into the woods there, and you are going for a good portion of um, you know the day. You're you're on to midday, and the woods are most amazing because the dryadium. Um, you know you you're used to the oak woodlands that you live in where you know it's, it's pretty open and sparse and there's uh you know it, it gets shady but it's um not like this the the trees crowd close and they almost blot out the sun um it's not a problem for you uh, being tabaxi obviously you can see in the dark pretty much um but yeah it's it's a, it's still a little alarming this is uh densely overgrown and just You know, there's almost, it's almost dark under the the, uh, leaves. It's so, so close. And you're going for about half a day. And he says, ah, um, here we are. And he leads you to what looks like an abandoned shed. Um, It's just a uh, windowless shack in the middle there. And it looks like it's abandoned. The roof seems to be mostly intact, but the windows are gone. Um, and the door is gone. And he says, "This is a place that we use um, for a, you know, rest and to get out of the elements. Um, it's not much, but it's homey enough, and it'll keep you uh, safe for the for the night here, and you can rest up."
2: What a what a lovely shack.
0: Yeah. And uh, Nep, you're running around with just one hit point, so you feel pretty terrible.
1: Pretty uh, bad, yeah.
0: Yeah. And. Um, so he deposits you there and says, um, tell you what, I will go and look for your missing friend. Uh, what route are you planning on taking to get on the way to Civitas Cataracta? Um, the, the most straight route is right through the dryadium here, the, where the road is, but it's also the most traveled route. And I, I know your tabaxi are secretive. Um, you could also maybe go by the hills, but that's a little bit more um, you know, cluttered and not as direct. It's a, a little more out of the way the book um
2: i have. sorry what are our two options again i was um distracted by whispers of the arcane
0: and uh he says um well you can either go by the road which is probably the more direct route or perhaps you could trek up into the hills a bit um it's not as direct and will take you longer but um the road is more traveled and i know you tabaxi tend to be secretive and especially if you're carrying such an item i expect you don't want to be found.
2: Mm-hmm. I say we take the hill route. I think that's a good option. I agree. Does, does the book say that?
1: It does indeed. It says whatever I say. Maybe someone else should carry you the book. You mean you say whatever it says, right? Both are correct. Maybe someone else should carry the book. No.
3: (laughs) I was entrusted
2: this by my father, who may be dead. Give me this.
3: If we listen to you in the book, we may be dead.
2: But we're not yet. But we're alive, and we have the book. The rest of our families may not be, and they don't. So there.
3: I grow bored.
0: Very good um and um he says well then i will go and search for your friend um but until then um, may the blessings of Sylvanas fall upon you okay and so um you guys are resting there everybody can roll their hit dice for today if they need to
1: boy do i <laughs> i am up to full
0: okay so, um, with the healing magic of Sylvanas upon you, you're able to, uh, restore yourself back to, uh, your, your, at least traveling shape there. And you're, are you doing okay sunset now? Yeah.
2: Minimum roll brought me to full.
0: Okay, good. So yeah, you feel, uh, by the end of the day, you feel kind of, um, back to normal-ish and, um, but there you are, you know, the, in fact, it's. You feel kind of lucky that you've ended up where you have uh, because the rain is beginning to come down, and um, it seems like a good place just to stop for the day after basically um, getting close to death there, and um, that's where we're going to stop today. Okay, well, that didn't go real well. Um, on the other hand, could have uh, gone considerably worse. The Ranger I did put in as a get-out-of-jail-free card because he's our first-level characters and bad things can happen. And although he was only supposed to come in and uh, do a, you know a, a cure wounds on people, wasn't uh, actually supposed to have to use Revivify. So it's a good thing those things are in the Ranger's Toolkit after Tasha's or else uh, we might uh, be dropping a player. From the rest of this particular adventure uh, but aside of that I just wanted to call out uh, Jesse for doing such a good job with this um, facade that the book is giving her guidance uh, although I think the other players are beginning to catch on and their characters may not be putting up with this for too much longer but it's uh, kind of fun her balancing the wanting to find out what truck has to say because truck knows what she's doing with I'm the leader I've got the book I want to be in charge so we'll see what happens with that as we go forward. But anyways, so the kittens have had a rough time. Um, one of them almost died, died. Uh, the other one almost died. And Snow is often missing and who knows where the heck he's gone to. Sure would have been great to have a cleric uh, handy at this particular fight. But they're in a nice little shack, um, out of the weather for at least the time being. And they've got to make it somehow from the Dryadium to Galchabar. How are they gonna do it? We'll have to wait for the next episode to find out. Until then, let us know what you think. Rate us wherever you get your podcasts. Email us at relicofthepastpodcast@gmail.com. at gmail.com. Follow us at Relic of the Past or Relic of the Past Podcast on social media channels. Articles and artwork are available at poolmedia.podbean.com. And thank you for playing in the world that lives inside my head.